Welcome to the Jill on Money Call of the Week. We're presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. This is your opportunity to send us your questions and then we answer them with you on the air. So much fun. All you have to do is send us an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. If you're poking around the website at jillonmoney.com, there's a contact button in the upper right corner. Then all you have to do is click on that. Tell us what your question is. Mark will wrangle you, get you on the air. That's what we did with Andy. He is calling from Kansas City. Hello, Andy. Welcome to the program. What can I do for you? Hello. Thanks for having me on. Um, well, what you can do for me is I am 32 years old, and I feel like I need to start preparing for my mom when she starts to age and needs my assistance financially, um, primarily with long-term care, if something happens, um, and keeping a roof over her head as mm. she ages. Okay. How old is mom? She is 59. What does mom do for a living? She is a librarian in a rural community with a booming population of 200 people. Get out. Really? Yeah. That feels very like, yep. idyllic. How is she supporting herself right now? Um, just off of her hour- hourly pay that she makes mm-hmm. um, as the librarian director. Mm-hmm. It's a whopping out here in the Midwest, $12 an hour, no benefits, how does no she pension. get health? How does she get health insurance? She goes through uh, the state of Kansas. Okay. Then she also signed up for a few other, I think a small plan with Blue Cross, but she is just lost in the insurance world as well. Mm, yeah, so. that's, it's a rough one. Right now, does she live in her own home? She does, and we paid it off after my father passed away mm-hmm. um, just to make sure that that was just taken care of. How much is so, the house worth, would you guess? Oh, my Lord. It's a nice house, but middle of nowhere, yep. I would say maybe thirty to 40000 you could probably get in that area. Okay, got it. Um, but she's there, and is she in debt at all? Does she have any credit card debt or car loans, anything like that? No, she's completely clean. Wow, that's amazing. Okay. Well, she filed. Yeah, she filed for bankruptcy probably fifteen years ago, and uh, then just restarted her whole life. Okay. So. Wow. Good for her. Um, Andy, do you have any siblings? No, I was the only mistake they made. Oh, stop so. it now! Look at when we got you. You're very funny. I know. Tell me about yourself. You're in your thirties. Uh, what do you what What do you do for a living? Um, I work for a small engineering firm, and I'm more of an environmental planner mm-hmm. kind of engineer role. Mm-hmm. Um, very small company, really flexible, any sort of family emergencies that pop up. And then I have a domestic partner. We don't believe in marriage at this point. Uh, if we were to get married, we would save a whopping 14 cents a year with what we make right now. Oh, well, that means 14 cents. I see the incentives either way. How much do you earn? I earn right around 44000 a year. Okay, and partner earns? She is in grad school through an education program, mm-hmm. and right now she's earning twenty. But we'll earn forty starting in August. Okay, so you guys are living together, right? Exactly. Okay, and so how are you doing financially? Like paying your bills, everything okay? I always pay my bills. Um, I'm never late, but I do always run debt. How much? Um, so my total debt, if you include student loans, our car loan, and then my uh, personal credit card debt, yeah, it would be let's say thirty plus twenty five. 55 plus 7, so 62. So car loan is 25, credit card is 7? Is that what we got yeah. to? Okay. 
So the interest rate on the student loan debt, is that in the five to six range? It's all, yeah, right in between the five and six. Okay. Car loan is how much? It is 5.2. Oh, that's high. And credit card, how much? Oh, it's horrible. I know. Like horrible, yeah. right? I tried to I tried to negotiate with them and they laughed at me. Okay. So. Do you guys own your home together? We uh, live in a home that we pay rent for through mm-hmm. a friend. Mm-hmm. He's fallen on hard times, so now he just put the home up for sale. Uh-oh. And now we're like, damn it. We right. did not want to buy a house for the next five years. Well, you don't have to. So. You're going to rent again. Yeah. When, but when you go from making sixty-four, sixty-five thousand 65000 to 85000 that's a huge jump come the summer, right? Right. Okay. Here's what I think has to happen. Do you and your domestic partner, the unnamed woman of mystery, so tell me about who pays the bills. Do you co-mingle your money? Do you have separate accounts? How does that work? So we have one shared checking account, and I pay a majority of the large item tickets. So the car loan, I pay the bigger, higher amount. Mm -hmm. And with utilities and rent, I pay a little bit more than she does. Okay, I got it. Because of the change in the housing, will your rent likely go up in the future? Is your friend giving you a super deal? Yes, he's giving us a ridiculous deal. All right. So while he's giving you a good deal, we got to take advantage of that. But in the meantime, we got to get some money set aside. So do you have any money in the bank between the two of you? Like, give me a breakdown of like sort of emergency reserve. Right. So our total emergency reserve is right around 14000 All right. Not bad. That's not bad. What's your current rent? Our current rent is 650 a month. What will you total. have? To, if you had to do your, you know, market rate, would it, is it going to go up to 1000 a month? Is it going to It'll be-, be between nine and a thousand. Okay. Okay. So we're going to hold on for dear life until domestic partner, mystery woman gets her big raise. Okay. And you're exactly. not going to do, so that's fine. But at the moment she gets her raise, you know what has to happen. What has to happen is you guys have got to focus on number one, getting that credit card debt paid off. Okay. Like that's your number one priority. Pay off that debt. Number one. Once you get that credit card debt paid off, then you're going to turn and whatever money you are putting down towards that credit card debt, you're going to then concentrate on paying down your student loan. And because the car loan will go away on its own because it's an installment loan, it ends at some point. And then, you know, number three, we should be talking about, do you put money away for retirement, either of you? I do. She has not started. She's never had an employer that offered it mm-hmm. and has never started it on her own. But as soon as August hits, then she will be Great. putting You're... in up to our match. Okay. And what do you do right now for your retirement plan? I was uh, for a while putting way more in than my match, um, but I just follow my match. So I'm doing 8% each pay period. Wait a minute. You get, you get matched up to 8%? Yeah, with my small employer. Fantastic. Just do that. You're fine. Just do that. So that's the priority, right? That's the Andy and co priority. Now let's talk about mom for a second. Your concern is that she's going to keep working as long as she can, right? Right. Okay. So I don't think you have as much to be so worried about with your mother because if mom keeps working, is she healthy? Is she happy? Like where is she in her life? I would say on the healthy and happy, we're sitting on a strong 68%. Okay, 68, two-thirds. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, come on. Listen, I'm a Jewish girl from New York. If I get to 50, I'm happy. I'm (laughs) 50-50, I'll be good. So 
I guess that the big question is, you know, at this point in your life, I don't see that you need to do anything for your mother. Your mother just has to keep working and she's going to work as long as she possibly can. She's got the house. She's scrapping it together. The good news is that when your mother turns 65, I have a strong suspicion her situation is going to get a lot better because her health insurance is going to move to Medicare and that's going to be a much better and probably cheaper option for her. Okay. Number two, she's going to keep working even if she is eligible for Social Security. You're going to say, Mom, you're happy. You're alone in this tiny town. You're not going to retire until we really feel like you just really can't do it anymore. She would just keep working as long as she can, and she'd claim her Social Security at age 70. And that will probably give her pretty much the income that she's been used to living on. And you don't have to do anything. If the worst case scenario were to occur, meaning if she were, you started this saying, like, I'm worried about long-term care. Your mom doesn't have any savings to speak of. Is that right? That's correct. So here's what would happen. If God forbid something happened to mom, she'd qualify for federal assistance. And that means Medicaid. And she is actually how the whole the whole program is geared towards this kind of person. Someone who's worked hard her whole life, doesn't have a lot of assets. This is not like, oh, she's gaming the system to get assets out of her name to qualify for. This is who it's for. She will be taken care of. You don't have to sweat this. And if at the worst case scenario is that once, you know, and by the way, you know, the house eventually will be sold. There will be a little bit of money left over or not. But if she needed care, she could have care in her home. If she needed to go to some facility, she may need, I don't know if she could go to a place near her in her small remote town. She may have to come closer to you, but that's kind of it. There's no, there's not a lot for her to do right now. You need to worry about your, you know, getting your financial foundation set and then You know, frankly, it's probably perfect timing because in the next five years or so, you're going to feel much more secure financially. You know, she'll be qualified for Medicare. She'll be working. You'll have a lot more information. And I think she's going to be okay just simply because she is the type of worker who a lot of the programs were created for. Do you feel a little bit of relief? Don't stress. You don't have to stress Uh, about her. I'm more stressed about you than her. If you tell me this story, I'm much more stressed about you. Yep. All right. And that's what that's what stressed me out is how can I stretch myself any farther? You don't so. need to. You don't exactly. need to. You're you're in good you are you're doing what you should be doing. Don't worry. I really want to hyper focus on getting your stuff in order. And if you want to catch up with us in August when your domestic partner, unnamed woman, gets her job, we'd be happy to help you out with some of those benefit choices, okay? Okay. All right. Good luck. Go forth, Andy. And thanks so much for calling. Okay, that's the call of the week. If you have a financial question, just give us a holler. Send an email to askjill at jillonmoney.com or go to the website, jillonmoney.com. You can click the contact us button right there. Oh, by the way, while you're there, sign up for our free newsletter. It's free. Why not? We drop new episodes of Jill on Money every Tuesday and Thursday, and you can download the show Anywhere that you get your podcasts, Apple, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, wherever. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer. We're distributed by Cadence 13. And our show is presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. See you next week. 